0: Welcome to Alabama AgCast, a weekly conversation about news and issues affecting Alabama farmers and forest landowners. Alabama AgCast is produced by the Alabama Farmers Federation.
1: Hello and welcome to this week's Alabama AgCast. I'm your host. Mike Moody. On this week's AgCast, we have a special episode. Our Mike traveled to the National FFA Convention in Indianapolis, Indiana, where we had several great conversations with FFA members and an elected official. In our wrap-up today, Carla Hornady tells us about an exciting new opportunity for one Alabama soybean farmer. First, Jennifer Christenberry speaks with Will Acock on his experience interviewing for a National FFA office.
2: I'm here with Will A. Cox, who just wrapped up interviewing for National SFA Office, which is super exciting. Um, well, I know you're from Albertville, but tell everybody that's listening a little bit about yourself, uh, how you got involved in SFA, maybe.
0: Oh, yeah, you bet. Um, like, like you mentioned, Albertville High School uh, is where I graduated from in 2020. Uh, ultimately grew up there on our small family farm, roughly uh, 50 acres. We raised uh, purebred and commercial uh, hogs and cattle, things of that nature. Uh, both my parents were a career tech educators, so being in the classroom in the shop was an everyday thing. And uh, grew up in the organization, so being able to interview for national office is a big deal for me. Uh, it has a special place in my heart and mm-hmm. uh, currently at Auburn University where I'm majoring in poultry and animal science pre-veterinary medicine hoping to gain my doctorate of veterinary, veterinary medicine excuse me uh, or potentially wanting to teach ag ed one day. So uh, it's been a journey, uh, kind of full circle if you will, yeah. being able to come back to Indy. Well
2: we need you to teach ag. We yeah. always yeah. need more ag teachers in the state. Well I'm sure obviously this is not your first FFA convention. Uh, So, if you think back about the FSA conventions you've attended, what's your favorite part of coming to convention every year?
0: I will have to say that my favorite part is just simply getting to hang out with members Uh, because, you know, I shared this in my interview today as we wrapped up with that, uh, you know, I I, I didn't come here as a candidate, I came here as an FSA member. And so, it's the conversations, it's being able to get to see people from across the United States, the old friends, some family, things of that nature, because uh, we are all here for one reason and we're all shared uh, in that existence of agriculture.
2: Describe for somebody who's never been to a convention, We just wrapped up a session or wrapping up a session where there's thousands of FFA members packed into that arena... Describe for somebody who's never seen it what it feels like to be a convention. What's the energy like?
0: It is uh, one like no other for someone who's never been there, and you know that as well as I, with uh, National FFA having over 850,000 FFA members across the nation. Uh, each year at convention, we have roughly 70. I think this year is 75,000, so about a tenth there, uh, but still quite a few for, <laughs> for the city of Indianapolis. Uh, lots of loud music, lights, things of that nature. Uh, our National FFA officers will host a session where we're able to represent our sponsors, our alumni. They also are able to give uh, various speeches and things of that nature uh, to the members. And so uh, it's always high energy, uh, especially when you get over toward the tra- uh, the trade show, the Career Center. Uh, Auburn University is also uh, in Tuskegee. are both represented this week up here. And so um, lots of things going on, not to mention contests and everything else, but it's uh, there's always something to do at convention. If you're bored, that's your own fault, I'm afraid.
2: I completely agree with you. We just had a chance to see so many, you know, members represented on the stage and several members from Alabama were recognized. Yes. Um, what does that mean to you to see those folks from Alabama that are on the stage and, and getting to show off what they've accomplished?
0: And that for me is a big deal. And so looking back at my senior year of high school, we had a virtual convention online and I ended up coming to nationals. Or wasn't nationals online as a uh, silver finalist. And so kind of a second place, if you will. And so it it was nice, but being able to be back in person uh, here with everyone is amazing. Uh, For the fact of a good friend of mine, Terrence Creighton, who served on my state FFA officer team. He's a finalist, Case Edwards as well, both from the Wetumpka FFA chapter, Uh, gives an opportunity uh, for those students to really be rewarded uh, and to be seen by a nation. And especially coming from the state of Alabama, I think that means just a little bit more to myself. That's a a great
2: thing to point out, because both of those guys guys are star finalists and we haven't seen well in one category we've never had a we've finalist had a and finalist. the other was it the 70s uh
0: yes it was late 70s if i'm not mistaken the last yep. time we had a
2: finalist so we've got somebody that's a finalist in beef production Beef production russell jordan
0: yes ma'am
2: i mean that's just it's fantastic to see alabama represented we've got some good folks in alabama and it's great when they they get credit for it uh when people go back home from national ffa convention and you think about the times you have left national ffa convention and gone home What do you think they'll take away from convention?
0: Yes, and I think it's going to be different for all of us, ultimately. The way I look at it is like this, and we've had that conversation this week as national officer candidates. It's kind of like leaving church, right? When you hit the doors, everyone's going to have something different they took from it. Uh, You know, the messages and the key takeaways are going to be uh, different applications to our life and how we want to apply them. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know personally for myself, it's simply going to be uh, the intentionality of those conversations around me, how the friends and the connections I have build are going to last a lifetime and they're still coming into play. Uh, I remember coming here as an 8th grader and a an ninth grader and I hate to put it this way, but we had this conversation with my ag teacher, you know, guys, I want you to have fun this week. I remember our ag teachers telling us this week, but it's not all about spending the money uh, at, the, at the trade show. It's not all about trying to find a pretty girl at convention. Uh, but I remember as an 8th grader leaving going, I'm a part of something bigger than mm-hmm. myself. And Absolutely. I had never felt that feeling before. And it still resonates to this oh, day. And that's been seven years ago. Yeah. And uh, so we hope to keep Coming back and feeling that same feel.
2: It's really cool because on both sides, you like feel like it's cool that there's so many other people who are interested in the same thing that I am and we have this commonality, but also like I'm such a small part of something that's this big and this has this amount of impact. And I think that's one of the the, the neatest things about FFA is the way that it connects people and lets people have an impact.
0: Well, I'm sure as a former National FA officer yourself that you understand that and how we have continued to develop over the years, uh, opening up the organization for all of those involved in agriculture, whether that's as a consumer, a Absolutely. producer, uh, and a supporter. So, I'm like I said, I'm sure you've seen that change over the years as well.
2: It takes all of us to make yes, agriculture ma'am. what it is. Well, thanks so much, Will, and uh, we wish you the best of luck. We'll find out Saturday night um how his week has turned out as national office but as national officer candidate but uh i know without a shadow of a doubt that it's it's been a good experience and it'll be a good experience that impacts you forever
1: Next, Alabama FFA Executive Secretary Jared Dice catches up with Alabama FFA President Kellen Lincoln on her new office.
3: Hey, I'm Jared Dice, Alabama FFA Executive Secretary, and I'm proud to be joined by Kellen Lincoln, our state FFA president. So, Kellen, tell me, what is it like being the state FFA president representing 32,000 plus FFA members in
4: Alabama? It's such an honor, and it definitely makes you think about each and every member as you go about each day, and um, just trying to be their voice, and hear them out, and also get to know them, so it feels like such an honor.
3: Wow. So tell me this, what has FFA meant to you? What has it done for your life? And just tell us a little bit about what your journey so far means to you.
4: FSA has completely changed my life. I went from a little girl who didn't like to say anything, and then all of a sudden I had a big dream and hopes, and I was so nervous to tell my parents about my dreams. But once I told my parents, they were all there for me, and so it just changed my life. I moved um, across the county, and I started a farm business, and I definitely got a lot of personal growth and stepped out of my, my space bubble. And so every day, it's just keep pushing forward and challenging yourself to be who you they, like, want to be in the future, and nobody can tell you you can't do something.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Kellen. Thank you. It's never a dull day on the farm, especially when your day starts before the sun comes up. We're Alabama Ag Credit, and while some don't get it, we do. As the local experts in rural real estate financing, we've helped farmers finance everything from homes and land to tractors and crops. Because sometimes your natural resources need financial Finally, Preston Roberts spends a few minutes with Alabama Senator Will Barfoot and Alabama FFA members Levi Knowles and Kylan Garrett.
3: This is Preston Roberts. I'm the Director of Agricultural Legislation for the Alabama Farmers Federation. We're here at the FFA Foundation Pizza Night. I'm here with Senator Will Barfoot, Levi Knowles, and Kylan. Um, Senator Will Barfoot covers Pike Road, and uh, this is your first time here with us at the National FFA Convention. Talk to us a little bit about your experience so far. Wow, it has been an amazing time. I mean, when you see, uh, what was the number, 65, 66,000 folks registered for an event, uh, and the young folks who have been here who were attentive, uh, they were listening to the speakers, and you know, it does give you hope when you look at the young folks. Like Kyle, and that, you know, we know where where we think we know where we're headed. And when you get around good folks like Kyle and other folks out there, uh, teenagers out there, you just have a lot of hope. It is encouraging. You know, you hear a lot of negative about today's youth, and it it really does warm your heart when you see a group like that. Levi, we'll will toss it to you. This year in the in the legislature, we uh, were successful in getting affiliate membership um, through the through the state budgets for. Uh, for, for members statewide for the FFA programs. Talk to us a little bit about how you think that will impact you and your program. It's been a huge impact already. Um, our chapter has uh, tripled. We started out um, you know, last year with about 50 members. Uh, this year we're almost uh, just barely breaking 160. Uh, so we're very grateful for the legislator and their works and effort to, uh, to allow students, all students enrolled in my class, the opportunity to per- participate and the FFA events that we have uh, available, so we're very thankful for that. Absolutely, glad glad, glad we were able to do that. So, sure well, Colin, talk to me a little bit about what uh, what your first national FFA experience has been like.
4: Well, this is the second year. The um, oh, second year, okay. Uh, I can just say that national um, FFA experience, it's been great so far. It's a big learning opportunity. Um, it really expands my knowledge. Um, as somebody that doesn't come from an agricultural background, to see all these elements taken, to see how how so many different types of people are affected, all these different stories, it really helps and builds um, what towards what... I may consider in the future, um, not only in agricultural pursuits, but in other career opportunities. It just really is a good opportunity to learn and reach out to so many different people, learn how to communicate, all of that. I can, I'm really thankful for the opportunity.
3: That's great. Well, hey, thank you for taking time to visit with us, and we'll let you go back and eat some pizza, okay? Yes, sir. All right. And now, your weekly Ag cash Wrap-Up.
5: This is Carla Hornady, Commodity Director at the Alabama Farmers Federation, with this week's Ag Cash Wrap-Up. Alabama soybean farmer Wendy Yeager recently joined the U.S. Soybean Export Council at a Paris retail and consumer food show. This event drew more than 265,000 retail and food industry participants. Wendy had the opportunity to interact with attendees and to present with the Virginia Secretary of Agriculture and USEC Regional Director for Europe and Middle East North Africa. She shared insights about the sustainability of U.S. soy, innovations, and the future of farming. U.S. soy was utilized in thousands of food products featured at the show and included many innovative foods such as nutrition bars, beverages, and healthy snacks. Wendy said, never in a million years did I think we would have made so many contacts and then we'd have the amount of interest at our booth that we did. It felt good to stand there and have people walk up and say in various languages, how do I buy U.S. soybeans? Or who do I need to talk to in order to buy more U.S. soybeans? Each and every customer and contact made sincerely enjoyed hearing about the American farm practices and were more engaged when they found out that she was a farmer and open to their questions. She felt the contacts made only strengthen the relationships and grow interest and dependence on the most sustainable, consistent, quality soybeans in the world, U.S. soy. We appreciate Wendy's willingness to go and represent the soybean industry. You can read more about Wendy's experience in the next Cultivator and the January Neighbors magazine. Thank you for joining us.
0: Alabama AgCast is sponsored by our friends at Alabama AgCredit. Give them a call for all your farm and land financing needs. For more information about today's conversation, check out the show notes or visit alphafarmers.org agcast. Be sure to follow Alabama Farmers Federation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Tune in next week for another timely conversation from Alabama AgCast.